This is Bias Sports episode 14, and oh my goodness. When I tell you that we have, like, my favorite episode we've done so far, I mean it when I say this is my favorite episode we've done so far. It's Taylor. It's Dylan. What's up, buddy? What is going on? I'm ready for this one. I'm excited for this one. We've had it planned out for two weeks. A while. Three, yeah. <laughs> a couple weeks. It's a college football episode. So if you don't like college football, just hit skip. Go to the next one. If you love college football, this is a episode that, like, you're going to really think, you're going to want to debate, and we want to hear, like, your top three, top five, top ten prediction, or uh, not prediction, your your list. Um, and, and we're going to tell you what that list is right after we hit you with this intro. So, I mean, like I said, this is this episode's crazy. This episode is gonna be so good. I'm so excited for it. Let's get into it. This is a top ten college football player slash team plays slash moments of our lifetime. So since like 1996, 1995, you know, 1998 for you, maybe 99. Yeah, 2000. but my, mine's more of what I can remember. Yeah, what I can remember, so. but there is one thing I have on here that's a little bit like, okay, but it's still it. Mine, you'll mine goes back to 2008. Is my okay. earliest. Mine one. goes back to 2000, which is still 13 years. Early 2000, and you'll find out pretty early on what it is. I think you have an idea. If you're an Ohio State fan, you probably already know. Um, but. I mean, this episode is fun. This was fun to make. This was fun to kind of talk about beforehand and like, oh, man, you had that one on there. I completely forgot. Oh, I can't believe you had that on there. And so I, I, You know about my yeah. list. I don't know much about yours. You kind of have – you. I have one on here that you're going to be like, that's a great moment. And I really focus on moments instead of plays. I added something that you don't know about. Okay. So it be the same thing. Maybe not. I'm excited. Do you have any honorable mentions to start off? Um. No, I kind of put two together as one, and then I had like a 10A and 10B. So no, no, I don't really have an honorable mention, but I could go ahead and start with my 10. I have one honorable mention. Okay. Um, It is the, uh, just some of the Red River shootouts that have in the past. Not not just that, but like rivalry games. Like, there have been so many great rivalry game moments, whether it is the game, the Iron Bowl, the Red River shootout. Um, there's obviously the one war that's no yeah. longer the civil war. There's one Iron Bowl moment that I know we're both gonna have on here, but like just even a few years ago when Auburn beat um, Alabama to uh, kind of eliminate for them from the playoffs, like right. rivalry games are so special in their own. And guess what? Michigan can be 0 and 11, Ohio State can be 11 and 0, and that game means something. Michigan can be five and six, and Ohio State can be 10 and one. Guess what? That game means something. 
And for all those rivals, like that is just so great of what they can be and what they will be. Yeah, I mean, rivalry week is like the best week of college football. Yeah. I mean, all those games, you know, they're going to be hard-fought games. And, and, I mean, not with us because obviously we tend but, to win ours. But for but those I, other ones, I mean, they could really go either way. Yeah. So let's transition into our list. You want to go first with your number 10? Yeah, that's fine. I'll do 10. I've got a 10A, 10B okay. either way. doesn't matter. I just wanted to throw them both on there. Um before I jump into it, I will say I think mine a little more than yours because we discussed a little beforehand, a little bias in it, a little Ohio State bias in it. I'm but sure you, you have a lot I more mean, Ohio State than I do. So I mean, when, when I look back on college football, you know, for my entire life and what I've watched, I mean, everything I watch is Ohio State. Yeah. You know, every once in a while I'll find a team I really like, or you know, I've I've learned to like Oregon, but it's Ohio State is what I focus on. Right. So that's where that's where my and, mind and went when I was thinking about this. The best part about this is it's your list and you're not wrong for Absolutely. your list. Absolutely. So let's go with this. So I've got a ten A, ten B. We'll do the uh fourth down conversion, JT Barrett mm-hmm. against Michigan. He was not short. He was that was a first down. It was a first down. It's clear in the video. Don't know why yep. anybody else thinks otherwise. Yep. And then the other one, Samuel cuts it back, Ohio State wins. Okay. I'm mean, great call too. It makes the call so great. Yes. I love it. Um, my ten is also an Ohio State one, and this is when Ohio State became like really relevant again in the game. After the Woody Hayes era, there was some downtime with uh, um, um, what is his name? Can't I can't even think. Coach in the eighties, Zach Smith's grandpa. Um, uh, it was uh, Earl Bruce. Uh, not really as relevant as what Woody Hayes was. The John Cooper era could have been some really good teams fall to Michigan. It wasn't like it didn't mean something to him. So a man by Jim Trestle comes in year two, 14 and 0, go play Miami in the national championship game and upset that team. Like that Miami was that team. Miami was the Alabama of what they are now. Ohio State wins in double overtime. Yes, we didn't watch it live, but what that game meant for us to be Ohio State fans and the patch and, and and just elevating Ohio State to a whole new level of like blue blood, that was it right there. And it was you going back, if you ever go back and watch that game on YouTube or something, like you it really is a fantastic, amazing game. Your number nine or my number nine? You go nine and then we'll come back to me. So my number nine is actually it's a whole season. It's Cam's okay. Heisman season. Okay. Um, Cam Newton, for one season, that was the most dominant season by a player in college football history. Auburn was a good team. Right. Cam made them unstoppable. I didn't think about doing something like that. Cam was unbelievable of what he did that year to win the Heisman Trophy. I mean, the plays he made, there's a one where he's like, I think it was at Georgia, or maybe it was home at Auburn, but he's just... It looked like he should have been tackled 19 times, and he just found his way into the end zone and scores. Like now, this and is... they capped it off with a win against your Ducks right. against Brian Kelly, Chip Kelly, or Chip Kelly. Wait, this is what 2011. Is it 11? Okay, 20, I was gonna say 12, 13. Like yeah. Okay, so and just an unbelievable season, very very fun season, and uh, so Cam gets my Cam himself gets my number nine moment. Okay, let me throw an honorable mention in there because when you said player and okay. season and everything, how about let me throw you an honorable mention for a player in his career. One of my favorite player 
to ever watch in college football, DeAnthony Thomas from Oregon. Okay. The, the I most exciting, or the most Manziel. thrilling player to watch. Oh, come on. Wide receiver, uh, he would run reverses. He'd run as a running back, the receiver. He was very return, ele- yes. punt return. The most exciting player to watch. Very My ele- favorite player ever. I found a bobblehead Ooh, on eBay. Okay. A couple months ago, and very electric, very yes. electric player, and, and really like that first kind of foundation piece of what, yes, like the yes. Oregon Ducks were when and, they And became, that was a point where I was really starting to appreciate yeah. the game of college and football. Love and, football, yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'll jump to my nine. My nine is a game 2018 Texas AM LSU seven overtimes. Dude, what a game 74 72 AM won, and we'll never get that again because right. they have changed. And we the, discussed that yeah. earlier, yeah. They, they've changed the overtime rules so much, we'll never get it again. But I mean, who thought that was, was gonna be the game of the night, right? I remember I was at a buddy's house, I don't know what I was doing over there, but I remember he had it on the uh, he had it on his TV, and we were like, dude, look at this game, yeah. and I was like, holy crap, four overtimes that's cool, five, oh, that's six, right? Hey, it's not one, not two, not three. <laughs> Um, no, fun, one of the fu- most fun games you'll ever experience watching college football. And, again, until they change the rules, last of its kind. You know, like, it could still go to seven, but with what they're doing now. Um, and for of you, for those of you that don't know, so starting Which the I, second— I didn't even know yeah, this, so— Starting the second overtime, you have to go for two, and then the third overtime and beyond, it's like one two-point conversion play. And the one thing that I don't like about this is— College football overtime is the greatest overtime in sports. Was. Was. Well, it, it, it still, still has the magic be. a little bit. Yeah. It's still better than the NFL. Right. But college football overtime and high school overtime is the greatest overtime in sports. Do or die. Hey, you go first, then I go. We make it a second one, I go first, you go. Like, it's so exhilarating. It's so stressful. It's so, like, when Ohio State and Maryland a few years ago went overtime, when I tell you that every single cell in my body was stressed out to the max, and then when Maryland goes out there and tries to go for two, like, yes, oh your whole God. body is like, but it's it's, yes. it's for all the fun. Um, did you just did, well, that was your nine? Was my nine. Your eight. My eight is uh, a player, um, not really a career thing, just a couple of, of plays, moments, if you will. Braxton Miller. Braxton Miller. Ha, I knew it. So I got I got. Two, mm-hmm. the spin move, obviously iconic. Yeah. We just hit the anniversary of it. The Circle button. ESPN college football pages yep. were tweeting about it and everything. Um, and then the other one is the Hail Mary to Devin Smith against Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I think it's 2011, 26 seconds, I think, yeah. left on the clock. A lot of people I, forget yeah. that because it he was kind almost, of, yeah. It was our lost season almost, the, right. right before Urban. Um, when he threw that ball, I remember I thought he crossed the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. before he threw it. And, and then they show back and throw the replay. His foot's like right behind. He's like in midair. Yeah. Just dropped a dime right into mm-hmm. the pouch. It, oh, um, what a play. The spin move play. I remember watching that live. Yep. And just like jaw dropping. I know. I was like, was, wow. It was. Yes. It's the most perfect yes. spin move I've ever seen happen Oh my live. goodness. It was. It, it was. Yeah. The most perfect spin move we will ever see yeah. happen live. Yeah. It was Spot on. Yeah. Couldn't have it, done it better. And I, I miss Brax. One of my favorite Buckeyes of all time. And that's an episode we want to do soon. Yes. Is our favorite Buckeyes of all yes. time and our favorite college football players of all time. My eight um, is a single play. And in the end, we talked about this earlier, this actually ended up hurting Ohio State because if this play doesn't happen, then this team loses and Ohio State ends up making the Big Ten Championship game. But it's... Jalen watched Jackson and he scores 
on the last play of the game. Oh, hold on, you forgot the voice crack. Unbelievable! <laughs> just it's so great. It was. I remember that I watched live, and we're just. It's kind of like, why is Michigan punting? Like, what are they doing? Like, you could still run out the clock, and they do, yes. and he drops it. Yeah. And Jalen Watts Jackson picks it up and runs it in, and it's just like that fan that's hands on top of his head and just like shocked face, and it's just like it's one of those plays that. The audio comes on, and you instantly just vision what happened in your head. And it was one of the greatest calls of all time, right. yep. and, and I love that play. And even though it hurt Ohio State, it is so memorable, and it's so amazing that it happened against Michigan. That's why it's on my list. It's, right. a, it's a great play. Nope. I got gotcha. you. Um, you want to hit your seven? I'll do my seven. Okay. So my seven is a whole 2007 season. I don't know if you remember this season, Dylan. But this was... So I told you, mine went back to 2008, yeah. so I... Mm. Year of the upset. Okay. Uh, so this was after we had lost to Florida in the National Championship game. We come in this year. Um, I'm just going to read you the, the curse of the number two. So, Stanford defeats number two USC on October 6th. October 13th, Oregon State defeats number two California. October 18th, Rutgers defeats number two South Florida. November 3rd, Florida State defeats number two, Boston College. November 15th, Arizona defeats number two, Oregon. Uh, November 24th, number four, Missouri defeats number two, Kansas. Number two, Kansas. What? December December 1st, Pittsburgh defeats... Before you jump on, you see Kansas storm the field after they won the game? Yes, I did. I did. Yes. (laughs) That is crazy. Kansas has fallen a lot. Uh, December 1st, Pittsburgh defeats number two, West Virginia. If West Virginia wins that game, guess what? They're playing for a national championship game. They lose that game, and Ohio State goes on and gets to play in it, end up losing to LSU. Ohio State that year, undefeated, playing Illinois at home, unranked Illinois. Ju- was it Juice Williams or something was his name? Yes, Juice Williams. Yes. Lit us up, upset us. We ended up falling. I got to watch him play uh, at the horseshoe. I went to, I think I think yeah. that was who it was. Um, got to watch him play once. I mean, that season, the, just the upsets, and they call it the curse of the number two. It's year of the upset. And uh, there's also another upset that happened, but that is on my list a little bit later on. That we were, we will talk about. That I'm sure is on your list. Yes, you I, actually, I, I, I lied. Back to I lied. I did date back but, to 2007. But we'll get to that in just a little bit because I know it's on my list and I know it is on your list. I don't know what it could be. Um, but the 2007 season. Oh, lucky number seven. No, it was bad, and and the number two fell like. That was it. Was like seven weeks in a row where the number two team lost. Number two, number five, maybe lost. It was it was crazy. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second, but so that's my number seven. Okay, so um, after my seven, I think basically the rest of my list, except for one or more plays, mm-hmm. um, the plays stand out to me a little more. I think, um, but let me jump to this. Number seven is a game, two thousand eight. This is what I was saying. My list dated back to Texas Tech, Texas. At this point, Ooh. with the exception of Ohio State, Texas Tech was like my favorite team. Don't know why. Couldn't tell you. Love the offense. Graham probably. Harrell, Michael Crabtree. Mike Leach. Um, yeah, Mike Leach was the coach. I mean, they've got, uh, let's see, the running back was was Baron Batch, which your dog, same name. My, my mom's dog. Your mom's yeah, dog, Baron, yes. Yeah. Um, but No, really, we didn't name him after Baron Batch. But, but I mean, so it was Texas Tech. And I even, at that point, I liked Texas because mm-hmm. of Colt McCoy and Jordan Shipley. Yeah. 
And so I, that was just Mac Brown. I mean that. I don't know why that mm-hmm. year, but I was big on Texas, Texas Tech. I I love those guys. Graham Harrell is is when we get into our list. Graham Harrell was one of my favorite favorite players. players. Yeah. yeah, and he went, I respect he it, went yeah. to Green Bay and for like a year or two. He's he the OC out. at USC right now, I believe. Yeah, yes, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Is it USC? I'm pretty sure it's USC, or it was. I, yeah, I don't know remember, for sure but he yes, was. you're right. So anyway, so back to this game. This game started out with a safety. Really? Wild. No, games hardly start with a safety. Mm-hmm. Started with a safety. Texas Tech was up 22-3. to This game ended. It went to went to overtime. Um, Texas Tech ended up winning 39-33. Yeah. Uh, just a great game. I would love to the, find some tape, go back play, and watch that game. That last play is amazing like crabtree shouldn't have been able to score that touchdown yeah. he, and got those feet in he did yeah i don't have that on my list it could have been an honorable mention for me but I, you know i completely completely respect it one of my favorite games absolutely mm-hmm. um your six my six uh joey bosa walk off sack double overtime christian Ooh. hackenberg throws the offensive lineman back into yeah. him running back just, was it the, yes? It was yes. running back. Running back yep. tried to go up and build a shoulder yep. check into him. He just threw no. him right into Hackenberg. I'm so, Hackenberg's knee just goes. Yes, <laughs> great. I love it. And and you know I might be touching on that soon ish. Hmm. Maybe. All right. Um, my number six is a Texas moment. Vince Young, that USC game. A lot of people kind of want to name it like the greatest game of all time. Um, for Rose a national champ- yes, Rose Bowl for a national championship. That's what, 06? Yes. US, uh, 05. Five, yeah. five in 2006 was the game? 04, 05 season. 04, 05, yeah. okay. Um, USC is what Miami was, is what, or was what Alabama is. Right. I mean, they were powerhouse. Right. Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush. Liner. I mean, yep. think about yep. what yep. that team was so, so talented. I think Brian Cushing was a young guy on that team. Probably. I think Palomalu was one year removed from that team. Um, the names that they had for a four-year stretch was un- unbelievable, almost unprecedented. Very, very Miami-like, Florida State in the 90s-like, old Nebraska, what Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama is now. It's amazing how those how the like dynasties yeah. can can flop like that. It's where you said Nebraska and yeah. Florida State. Florida State's in there yeah. down. Look at I mean, years. look at USC for the last few years. Right, and like, USC they're scrambling yeah. to to even be ranked now, at the I, end of the season. This year I think is, but you know, if you want to hear that, you go listen to our preview episode that we did a few weeks ago. Um, but that game, just the back and forth, and when Vince Young scrambles and scores. It's one of those images that will always play on ESPN every year because it was just such a. Whether you're a, I'm not a Texas fan or a USC fan, but that moment for what the sport, what what kind of helped elevate the sport, gives me chills to think about. So that's my six, my five. I'm I'm up on the on the five. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Curtis Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins like overtime, first ever overtime game. Now that was that's Fowler on that call, right? Fowler and Herbster, yep. Yeah, so that was noon. Before, like they did no, a right. Noon game. That was before yeah. they gave it to Fox. Not gave it to Fox, yeah. but um, right. And Michigan is two. We're three, or was the other way around? If Michigan wins that game, they're in the playoff, and we right. we're two. They're three, right? I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure. I think so. Yes. And overtime, back and forth. I mean, we hit a field goal as time expires after missing two in the game. You talked about the spot. Like, was it a first down? It was, but like the controversy. 
Next play, Curtis Samuel cuts it back, jumps in the end zone, arms wide open, just to a crowd of Ohio State fans. Iconic. I mean, it is, and and it was just a big like screw you, Michigan, and it was it's that's what makes it so so great. I love it. I love that play. It is honestly my favorite like Ohio State play of all time, other than like one, which we'll get to. Okay. In a little bit, but that's right. my number five is Curtis Samuel, the most iconic play of his entire career. No matter what he does in the NFL, that was that was it for Curtis Samuel. Okay, so you said it was your five. That's my five. Okay, I'm gonna touch my four because you already hit it, and then I'll come back to my five. Okay, well we sort of already hit the five. Four, Jalen Watts Jackson, mm-hmm. the the block punt, unbelievable. I was at, so as crazy as this sounds, I was at homecoming but sophomore year maybe <laughs> they actually were playing Ohio State played that night um Wisconsin maybe I don't remember but Ohio State had a big game and they actually put a projector down and played that game That's awesome. at homecoming That's awesome. that pissed so many people off it was hilarious <laughs> and me and my buddies were checking I think I had an iPod at the time checking phones iPods whatever looking at the the Michigan Michigan State game and then I saw the highlight of that. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" And then when I got home, I heard the yeah, heard the, the broadcast from it. Heard the call. I watched it live. Oh my goodness! I wish yeah, I would have watched, watched that live. I watched it live. I, I get chills. I, from I took that a one. nap during that game. I remember like I was uh, with Kelly at her mom's house watching the game, and I was like, I took a nap, and I woke up like last few minutes, and I couldn't believe couldn't believe my eyes. So that's your four. What's your five? Okay, back to my five. Kind of touched on it. Appalachian State okay. blocking the field goal mm-hmm. against Michigan. Six seconds left. Yep. So Appalachian State was up 34-32. Michigan drove down the field. Uh, let's see. I've got it pulled up here. It's a 46-yard pass um, from one of my least favorite quarterbacks of all time, Chad Henney, <laughs> to Mario Manningham. <laughs> <laughs> 46 yards to put him in field goal range and they mm-hmm. k- to kick a 37 yard field goal, six seconds left to win the game. Yeah. Blocked. Blocked. Half state wins. Yeah. Oh, man. Great yeah. moments. Love um, when Michigan loses. <laughs> I I gotta do my four then and then and then I'll do my three. Okay. So my four is uh probably my favorite game of all time. And so I, I lived in Idaho for a few years as a kid, and I, I was always like a big Boise State fan, kind of what you are with Oregon, and they'll never play Ohio State, don't ever have to worry about it. Before you touch this, know what you're going to do. It's my three. Okay. um, Not just like the Statue of Liberty play, but the entire game. I mean, Boise State dominates. Oklahoma has a comeback, takes a lead. Boise State hook and ladder play to, to, like, to tie it, send it overtime. Oklahoma scores. Boise State gets it. Uh, you do the Statue of Liberty to win it, to win like that game for yes. for for a um a non power at the time power six school for right. Boise State being what they were against Oklahoma, Adrian Peterson, Bob Stoops, like one of the most awesome fun upsets of all time, one of the yep. most fun games to ever watch. The fact that it was on national TV for for Boise State. Ian Johnson scores that that two point conversion, goes and proposes yes, to the girlfriend. Absolutely, um, Jared Sabransky got the cover of Mad or of right. NCAA that right. year because of that game. Like that's like it's so cool, um, and I'll forever like 
that was the game that helped me fall in love with college football. Like, that was the game that when I first watched it, like, I, I had liked Ohio State. I had rooted for teams. Like, I had watched, watching that game, I realized then and there, this is the greatest sport in the world. This is the, I, I love this game. I love everything about football. I love everything about this sport, college football. I don't know what life would be without college football. I don't know what life would be without football in general. Um, oh, it would be just college football. Yeah, and then college football, like, it wasn't the same last year. Right, And last yes. year... And then we had it, sure. Wasn't the same. Um, we talked about no fans in our last episode, and if you wanted to feel our pageantry and our love for it, go listen to that. Um, but it made me really appreciate the game that we have as an escape, man, as just a pleasure that we get. Yeah, life would be fine without it. We'd, we'd, we'd survive every day. We'd find new hobbies. We'd find different things. But like as an escape from just good or bad in life, College football is so good for so many people, include, including myself. And, I, and I, I love it. I love everything about it. And that game helped me fall in love with it. Ready for my number three? Yeah. Whew. I, I think the two that I have left are going to be in your top three. Mm-hmm. So my number three, you hit on it just, you know, just a second ago. But the greatest upset, not in college football history, the greatest upset in sports history. <laughs> Let's go back to 2007. That 2007 season I talked about. First game on Big Ten Network. Big Ten Network. Michigan debuts on Big Ten Network. Number five. Just lost 42-39 the year before in the game. The first ever number one versus number two in the game history. They come out. They got everybody back. Chad Henney. Mike Hart. This team loaded... Let's run it back. Appalachian State said, "Not today, baby. Not today." And and that blocked field goal to like it's not even like that sentence into overtime. That wins it for Michigan. Like that should just be like we escape, we move on. They block it and then return it for like just to run out the clock. Right. Didn't score, which no. would have made it better. But the greatest upset in sports history. Packed Michigan crowd. Wash their boys lose that day, and nothing as Ohio State fan makes me happier, other than winning national championships, than to see Michigan lose and it, they lost that day, and they've never recovered. Right, right, pretty much. They say at that point I'm eight years old. Mm. I'm I'm hardly understanding, you know, what the, what the what it means yeah. going forward. So to look back at it now, you can appreciate it a lot more. That 2007 season, you need to go back find like. A YouTube doc or something about it. It's amazing. The upsets are amazing. Right, I'll do You'll it. love it. Yep. Um, you hit your three, right? Yep. Your number two. My number two. I I, I truly think our one and two are the same. So let's uh, let's do number two. Think at we're the gonna same have time them in the same three. order. Let's do our number two together, and we'll see. Okay. One, two, three. Kick Auburn six. kick six. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The, the. I think that is the greatest call. Auburn's going to win the football game. The way those announcers Man. went crazy in the booth. Yeah. Because they're just, just going to so, run it back. They're so calm. Yeah. He kicks it. Because the way – I can't remember it exactly, but he's like, and the kick is up, and it's going to fall short, and Davis is going to catch it yeah. in the back of the end zone. And he runs it out. And and, and then he starts going yeah. he's down the sideline, and then he starts screaming. Mm-hmm. And Oh, my God. 
and just such an upset from that one. That ga- I mean, that game from fr- from beginning to end was was a great game right. too. Right, I, I watched like, that one. Yeah, yes, not like it's just one play. Um, you know the announcer, that Auburn announcer, not the like national broadcast. That Auburn announcer, the he's gonna run it back. Auburn passed away yes. like two years he ago. Did. Yep. And I remember all day long on ESPNU Radio. Right. They yeah. Played that old yes. and and it didn't matter if it was the first time I heard it that day or the four hundred seventh. I got chills up and down my body every time. Do we have that in our intro? It's it's so, in our intro. So every time I go back in, in when I listen to our podcast after you post them, chills every yeah. time. I mean from all of them, but I yeah. mean that one is just so significant. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, Alabama, like was going for three in a row, I believe at that time or something. Yeah, I think so. And and Auburn said, Chris Davis said, not today, young man. And returned it all the way back, and Auburn. They won that football game. Yes, they did. Um, so that's my number two also. I oh, Chills, man. Chills. But the one thing that gives me more chills than that, and this wouldn't just be of my lifetime. This is my favorite college football moment of all time. Um, I have it listed as the three-game stretch to win the title in 2014. Okay. But it's more of that entire season. Yeah, um, I will but my, but the kind of turn mine to that, yes. The main part is that three-game stretch of Wisconsin- Alabama, Oregon. Tell me a storyline that does intrigue you. Braxton Miller hurt week before the season starts. JT Barrett comes in, loses to Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech owned us that night. And what did we do? We responded all season long. Michigan State, you get the the revenge game. The scare at Penn State, the whiteout. Mm-hmm. You you hit on it. Joey Posa, the sack to, mm-hmm. to seal it. Um Go to the game, break the ankle. Who's our, Who's the next guy up? Some dude named Cardale Jones. Twelve gauge. Twelve gauge. Wisconsin that night, fifty nine to zero. Like that stuff should happen. A third string quarterback. We were not going to make the no. playoffs. No, Mm-mm. we, we were, were not making the playoffs. We, sh- we we thought we should have ba- proved what we had. But I think JT we had accepted hurt. before that Big Ten yeah. championship game that no matter what happened, we yep. didn't think we were going to make it. We never, you never imagined that that was going to happen. Against, and guess who was a Heisman finalist that year? Melvin Gordon. Right. What did he do in that game? Not a thing. Nothing. And and 12-gauge would just drop back. Third-string quarterback Smith. in a conference championship yeah. game. First ever start. Yep. Nothing. And then, and then we get in. And everybody's like, well, it ends here. You're going to go play big, bad, mighty Alabama. Who? 85 yards to the heart of the South. You know what, though? That's not even my favorite play about that game. My favorite play in Ohio State history, before above Curtis Samuel cuts it back, right. is the sweep to Evan Spencer, mm-hmm. reverse, pass. Yeah, throw it back, yeah. Michael Thomas literally had five centimeters between his foot and the grass. The fact that he got that right before halftime, all momentum's on our side. Watching that live, I crap my pants. I, I mean, <laughs> there might have literally been like something inside of me that just came out because I was so excited. Not really, guys, uh, but just I the adrenaline, the the chills I got just watching that play. I knew from that moment on when he made that catch, I knew we were winning that game. And then a little bit later, eighty-five yards to the heart of the South. Perfect that, play, probably, perfect execution. Yeah. That yeah. team was a team of destiny, and then we go on to the next game, and guess what? People still say, oh, I want to touch back on one more thing. 
Uh, who did what Heisman finalist was on Alabama? Amari Cooper. What did what did he do? Mm. Hey, we shut him down too. So now we're playing Oregon. Nobody gives him a chance. Oregon. Oh, they're too fast. Marcus Mariota, Heisman winner. They went down. They scored on their very first drive, and I kind of got a little nervous. Not gonna lie to you. And Ohio State said, "We're good. We're fine." And what they do the rest of the game? Dominated, and. I just remember being so. I, I didn't. I didn't know how to feel. It was the first time as an Ohio State fan that I've watched a national championship live. Right. That we won. Watched Florida. Watched LSU. We lost those. Watched teams that we should have. We could have maybe been there. 2012. We're not. You know. Not allowed to play in bowl games because tattoos. <laughs> Do we, we? We're playing Notre Dame. We win. We beat that Notre Dame team. Yep. It was all worth all that to watch that 2014 run, that three-game stretch. It is my favorite moment in college football history. It might be my favorite sports moment ever, just as from a personal, like, being a fan of something. The only thing that might be up there is Super Bowl Forty Three, but, like, even that, like, was cool to watch, to watch the Steelers win. Great plays for that game. But, like, three-game stretch, and that whole season of what it was, How can you top it? How can you top that story? And we need a 30 for 30. We need some type of like real documentary. A, a, I want a five-hour documentary about what that season was just so I can feel it all over again. Now that the players can profit off of yeah. it, why not? Yeah. Do something like that. Get them all involved. I can't, Cardell still comes back for stuff. Mm-hmm. He would do that in a heartbeat, yeah. I'm sure. Just I'm sure. He's amazing. still on sidelines during the games. Yeah. So. Um. You want to touch on anything? I, I went on a big rant about it. You, you got anything about that game? No, I mean, that was that, pretty much... That, that season. No, you, you hit on everything. My big thing, I the 85 yards to the heart of the South, just the call of that, mm-hmm. um, to come up with that on the spot. I mean, I just... It was yeah. perfect. I remember Urban, perfect. A, Urban after the game, Oregon put up how much? Oh, we got to go get ready. Right. Yeah, we got ready. Right. And we won a national championship because yeah, of it. Yeah, and so that was... So, yeah, I mean, obviously being an Oregon fan, I mean, that one was... Exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Oregon, Ohio State National Championship. Yep. Wonderful. I remember I was at my buddy's house. His, his dad was... Uh, I was so excited at school all day long. I could, <laughs> I could not... I, I went to my buddy's house to watch it, and his dad said something to me about it, about liking Oregon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just did... Just, just to know that what we had to go through... I mean, from the, the entire season, what yeah. we had to go through to get to that point and to just dominate how we did... Mm-hmm. after that game got so going. worth it so yeah. worth it yeah um so we're asking you guys as fans if you listen this far to do us something tweet at us on the facebook page however you want to reach out to us message us whatever your top moment your top three moments your top five top ten moments share with us a moment that had you fall in love with the sport doesn't have to be since 2000 and your lifetime What's that number one play? I want to hear about it because I want to hear your passion. Um, share it with us, and we'll share those moments on one of our next episodes because that's what this is about. It's about you as a fan being biased, being a little like, hey, this is what this is the most important one, and and we want to hear it. Like That's important to us. So please, please, if you listen to it, share it with us. Um, tweet at us. Do what you can. And uh, – like like I said, that's what makes this show what it is. That is what Bias Sports is about. Yeah, I mean, 
what whatever you got. I mean, we hit on a lot of the recent stuff, but but I mean, if there's anything that sticks out, yeah, you know, something that hits you personally. If there's a team that you secretly like that nobody knows about that, and that's why you watch college football, yeah, let us know. Tell us why it matters to you, and these moments will tell us why. In, unless you like Michigan, we don't want to hear it. But yeah, don't other than that, don't waste your time. Right. Now, I'm just kidding. If you have one, tell it. I mean, cer- certainly not against Ohio State anytime recently, but if you have one. Go ahead. Please share it with us. Um, any last remarks? Any last closing thoughts? No, I think we're good. Hey, this was a great episode. You could feel the passion radiating from our bodies. But as good as this one was, guess what? Next one? Oh, it's even better. <laughs>